Hello, and welcome to the podcast of Canadian-Serbian Sun Magazine, a program about Serbs and Serbian culture, which is intended for people around the world. This program is led by myself, Sun Associate Mladen Obradović, actor and director, and Kristina Bijelic, musician and philologist, a Canadian-born Serb. In this episode, we'll talk about Serbian cuisine, its history and present day, as well as ethnotourism in Serbia. Serbian cuisine is considered heterogeneous because of the turbulent historical events that have affected the diet of the people, resulting in each region having its own specificities and differences. It can be said that the general influences are Byzantine Greek, that is Mediterranean, then Oriental, then Austro-Hungarian. The diet in Serbia and among Serbs living around the world is almost always connected with family gatherings and the enjoyment of food. This is the origin of our national cuisine, which equally considers both nutrition and the pleasure that comes with eating. On the whole, what we refer to as traditional national cuisine consists of the choice of ingredients or produce, the growing methods, meal preparation, and the atmosphere and manner in which the food is served. Serbs really enjoy going out to restaurants and cafes. And who doesn't? I don't know who doesn't, but I do know that cafes are typical hangout places for our people. In addition to socializing in a homey atmosphere where food and drink are an important part of the experience, today, as well as at least 100 years ago, they gladly go out to places where good food is served, often accompanied by live music. There, spending time with family and socializing with friends is more than just a gastronomic experience. Even for tourists who come to Serbia, going to restaurants is an unavoidable part of the visit. Serbian cuisine is characterized by the high quality of the ingredients from which the dishes are made fresh and juicy meat, deliciously prepared fruits and vegetables, and generally meals without overwhelmingly strong seasonings and sauces, which are otherwise typical of many other national cuisines. Today, there are diverse methods of food preparations in Serbian cuisine. Boiling, frying, baking in the oven, roasting on a spit, grilling, and preparing in the special traditional ovens under a metal or ceramic lid that's shaped like a bell, called such. Cooking in a such is a process whereby the metallic or ceramic pot is placed in a fire pit or special oven and covered with hot ash and embers, and the contents, usually meat, cook in it. Kind of like a Dutch oven, meat and other ingredients prepared in the such are particular specialties in restaurants, although the general opinion is that Serbs prefer the meat options. Serbs definitely prefer meat. Our cuisine is overwhelmingly meat-based. That's for sure. But in the everyday diet, there's a large selection of cooked stews and vegetable soups, which are slow-cooked on low heat and meant to be eaten with a spoon. There are also simple, traditional breads and pastries made of wheat and corn flour, fresh dairy products, and various summer and winter salads. There is also an antique in Serbian that says, it's not lunch if you didn't eat it with a spoon. The Serbian table looks fairly classic, a cotton tablecloth, starched and ironed, plates and bowls, and cutlery. When guests visit a Serbian home, food is always made so that we're not short on it. Instead, there should be plenty of leftovers. And the portions in most restaurants are quite large, with portions of meat up to 300 to 500 grams. Nowadays, many dishes can be ordered as half portions in restaurants.
In the olden days in Serbian villages, the name for the kitchen was house, and the central part of it was the hearth. It was an important, almost sacred place next to which daily life took place and around which the whole family gathered. During mealtime, they sat on wooden benches, stools, and chairs. The dishes were wooden and earthenware, and in the wealthier homes they were copper. The peasants and commoners ate simple dishes, usually composed of cereals and dairy, which filled them up. Some dishes that have been preserved and remain popular to this day are based on these ingredients. The origins of Serbian national cuisine is connected to the Nemanjic dynasty and can be traced throughout the Middle Ages. At that time, Byzantium had a great influence on Serbian culture. Women from the Byzantine Empire, who married Serbian nobles, gradually brought over from their countries the culture of fashion, hygiene practices, and food. At that time, the everyday food served in the palace court and in wealthy houses began to take on a different taste and appearance. And the menu changed. In the palace court, sour soup, sturgeon caviar from the Danube, fresh fish from the Adriatic Sea, roast meat seasoned with garlic and fragrant seasonings were eaten. Also, food was cooked in a lubura, or wrapped in birch bark over a fire or grill for several hours. What is a lubura? Uh, cow stomach. Ew. I know it sounds disgusting by today's sensibilities, but back then it was avant-garde and probably a specialty. Let's not talk about it anymore, please. There is written evidence that hand-washing before a meal was mandatory, and that the white cloth across the table served as both a tablecloth and a napkin. An integral part of every meal at the Serbian court was wine, from the royal cellars, which was brought to the table by a main cellarman, a person who played an important role and was highly esteemed by the rulers. There was also a main baker, who was responsible for the flour warehouses and the quality of the bread, making sure that there was enough of it and that it did not spoil. The kitchens of the palace court were always situated far from the dining rooms, so that the smell of smoke did not bother the diners. The roast meat was brought in directly from the spit and, as a rule, was cut in the dining room. It was included on a typical medieval table, in addition to other meats, turnips, leafy greens, peas, and very often broad beans. After such a large meal, one felt satiated for a long time. Your home sold at the price acceptable to you, guaranteed, or I pay the difference. Buyers, if you're not satisfied with your home purchase within 18 months, I'll sell it for free. No gimmicks or empty promises and with a guarantee certificate. For the exclusive seller's guarantee and buyer's protection programs, please visit www.thepopovicrealtyteam.com or simply call or text us. Call Veselko Popovic, sales representative for Century 21 Leading Edge Realty Incorporated at 416-892-4921 or send an email to veselko.popovic at bell.net. Cuisine, like Serbian culture in general, has been and remains under the great influence of neighboring Balkan peoples, as well as the peoples and cultures that have occupied this area throughout history. Turkish and Austro-Hungarian influences on the Serbian diet were essential in the creation of what we now call Serbian cuisine, which unites authentically Slavic, that is, Serbian, Turkish and Western European elements. With the arrival of the Turks to Serbian lands, some new foods appeared. Turkish cuisine was influenced by Arabic and Persian cuisines, so the Turks, together with their own traditional dishes, brought these influences to the Serbian table. That is how the Serbs fell in love with and adopted dishes such as moussaka, meatballs, and pilaf. 
Turkish influence on Serbian cuisine can also be seen in the breakfast options. Little breads, rolls, simit, phyllo pastries and burek, similar to what the Turks eat, are among the Serbs' favorite foods. Is there anyone who doesn't like burek? Nope, no one. That is an official statistic. Also from Turkish cuisine we got sarma, stuffed cabbage or collard rolls, juvec, which is casserole or stewed dishes cooked in earthenware pots, beef and lamb stews. The Turks also influenced the important role of fermented milk beverages and yogurt on the Serbian diet. And some Turkish sweet delicacies were embraced among Serbs such as tulumba, fried dough soaked in syrup, baklava, layered phyllo dessert with nuts and honey, and sutliaš, rice pudding. The influence of Austro-Hungarian culture, including food, was especially strong in today's Vojvodina in northern Serbia, which then belonged to the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Thanks to that influence, today Serbs make in their own way a variety of dishes such as paprikash and goulash, and desserts such as cakes, strudels and donuts. The real gastronomic revolution came, however, with the arrival of potatoes, beans and peppers from overseas. Later they were joined by tomatoes. Today we consider all these foods to be staples in our kitchens, and they are all served to help Serbs create some completely new and very original Serbian dishes. Today we considered all these foods to be staples in our kitchens, and they all serve to help Serbs create some completely new and very original Serbian dishes. In the 1970s, as in most other countries, Italian cuisine arrived to Serbia. Nowadays, pasta dishes are often prepared in Serbian cuisine, but in a slightly different way. In addition to spaghetti and tomato sauce with and without meat, baked cheesy noodles, noodles with sauerkraut, and noodles with poppy seeds are also popular. Subscribe for print or digital editions of Sun Magazine. With your subscription, you will help promote Serbian ethnic identity, culture, and traditions, as well as help develop new podcast content for our Canadian public and other listeners worldwide. Some old, authentic Serbian dishes, which are basically vegetarian, are eaten nowadays both at home and in restaurants, such as kachamak, which is grits, or polenta, a simple porridge made of cornmeal and boiled water, which exists in a similar form in Italian and Spanish cuisine, eaten for breakfast or dinner, topped with milk or yogurt. Similar to polenta, Proja is a type of bread made from cornmeal that is baked in the oven and is eaten alone or with kaimak, which is clotted cream, cheese or pork rinds. Ivar, a special type of spread made from roasted peppers and sometimes eggplant too, is eaten as a side dish in the daily diet and traditionally during wintertime because it's made in autumn and canned to preserve it for times when fresh vegetables weren't readily available. Skorup, or kaimak, is a specialty for which Serbia is famous. The mountainous regions of Zlatibor and Tara are particularly well known for their kaimak. Kaimak is made by collecting the milk fat from cooked milk, and then it's left to ferment in wooden containers for a while. It is eaten as a spread on bread, served with meat patties, added to gibanica, which is layered phyllo dough with cheese filling, grits, and proja. Our cheese, made from cow, sheep, or goat milk, is also famous. It can be soft or hard, sweet or sour. Young cheese is especially popular in Serbia, a type of which is hard to find anywhere else in the world. This cheese, like kaimak, is found in many Serbian specialties. Gibanica, burek, proja, kachamak. Zlatiborski and sjanički cheeses are the most popular. 
The most expensive cheese in the world is called pule or donkey cheese and is made in Serbia from a combination of 60% donkey milk and 40% goat's milk. A kilogram of this cheese costs about 600 American dollars. Bread is a very important Serbian staple, and until recently it was considered an irreplaceable food that went with every meal. In the past it was made from wheat, barley, millet, oats, spelt, and or corn. The cereal grains were ground in small hand grinders, in water mills, or in other grist mills. It was baked on the hearth or in the oven. Bread is made from flour and water with the addition of yeast, a little salt, and sugar. There are a small number of people who still make their own bread, but there's a large number of bakeries and selection of breads and pastries that make it easy to uphold the tradition. Even today, Serbs make a flat round bread with a crispy crust for guests and on special occasions at home called pogača, which you can't resist, especially when it's served hot. Many restaurants in Serbia make and serve their freshly baked breads and pogača. Small rolls, called kiflice in Serbian, are made out of dough similar to bread dough but using milk instead of water. Savory kiflice can be unfilled or filled with cheese, and often sprinkled with sesame seeds on top for decoration and flavor. Sweet kiflice are usually filled with apricot or plum jam. My children love kiflice filled with eurokrem. And who doesn't love them? Exactly. Savory and sweet baked pitas are made of thin crispy layered filo pastry and are very popular in Serbian cuisine. Serbian pitas can be made in several ways, as burek, regular pita, or as gibanica. Burek is a dish made of filo pastry that is prepared in a round pan. It can be filled with cheese, with cheese and spinach, with meat, or with no filling. It is similar to Turkish burek and is usually not made at home but purchased in a bakery. We'll talk more about burek in a bit, where we talk about Serbian breakfast. Pita is made of thin pastry and is rolled in a spiral and after baking is cut into smaller pieces. It's usually made as one of the side dishes or as a treat for lunch or dinner. Of the savory Serbian pitas, the most popular is the one filled with cheese. But there are also pitas with mushrooms, potatoes and meat. Of the sweet pitas, the most popular are the ones filled with apple, sour cherry, and pumpkin. The latter is called bundevara. Pitas can also be eaten cold. Gibanica is the most popular type of Serbian pita, which is made from slightly thicker pastry, cheese, and eggs. It is sometimes called gužvara, meaning wrinkle, because the pastry between the bottom and top cover is dipped in a mixture of cheese and eggs and is crumpled and placed in the pan. Gibanica is best when it's made from homemade pastry and served hot. It can be eaten either as a small meal or as a side dish with the main lunch or dinner meal. Grilling is a popular way of preparing meat for many people around the world, including North America. In Serbian cuisine, the preparation of meat in this way is called roštilj and includes meat patties, chevaps, pork skewers, sausages, chops, and so on. The roštil adds additional flavor when it's done on a charcoal grill. It can be found on the menu of virtually every Serbian restaurant. The pljeskavica is similar to a hamburger patty, but it is meatier and sometimes has onions and additional spices in it. Chevapi, little cylindrical meat portions derived from the Turkish word kebab, are made from a combination of beef, pork, and or lamb. Bela Veshalica is a thin pork chop and a grilled specialty that is cooked to be juicy. 
in recent times gourmet chops and patties stuffed with cheese and prosciutto, and chicken liver wrapped in a bacon are also made. In the Serbian kitchen, roštilj is served with side dishes such as onions, potatoes, and boiled or grilled vegetables. Along with the roštilj, you can eat šopska salad or coleslaw and lepinje, fresh flatbread. In terms of savory spreads, you can use kajmak or urnebes, which means big old mess, made from hot roasted peppers and finely chopped onion. The Leskovac region in southeastern Serbia is especially known for its spicy grilled dishes, which include the Leskovačka mučkalica, a type of stew made with grilled pork. A roštilj called voz, or train, is popular in Serbian restaurants. It consists of an assortment of grilled meats served in intervals, much like how Brazilians eat steak. What's your favorite food of what we talked about? None of what we talked about. I don't eat meat. But burek and all the variations of pita and gibanica, there isn't a single one of our shops and bakeries where I'm not a regular customer. You're very much a rare breed of Serb. And now another one of my favorite topics, sweets. When it comes to sweets, there's a general belief that Serbia, thanks to its geographical position and the conquerors who passed through there for centuries and stayed for some time, is a country with an excellent and diverse selection of sweets. In Serbian houses, it is common for baked goods to be made as a family treat from time to time. But when Serbs celebrate their Slava, Patron Saints Day, and other important dates, it is an opportunity to see and taste all the diverse flavors. Small cookies or confections have become a trademark in Serbian houses, especially for the Slava, which cannot be imagined without sweets like bayadera, orasnice, and vanilice. In addition to small sweets for birthdays and other celebrations, there are also round or rectangular homemade layer cakes. Desserts made up of thin layers of cake and cream, usually made up of eggs, walnuts, butter, and chocolate. Some of the popular cakes in Serbian cuisine are Vasina torta, Reform torta, Dobos torta, Pusla torta, Bezi torta, and Rosen torta. Homemade Serbian cake is always better than store-bought cake. They say that there's only one pre-made cake that can compete with homemade, and that's the Moscow Slice, which is found in the Hotel Moskva in Belgrade, a recipe that home bakers have been unsuccessful in duplicating. And how about sweet pitas? Lenya pita, or lazy pita, crispy and full of sweet apple and cinnamon filling. And there's fruit strudels and other types of pastries. Serbs in Vojvodina make the best strudels with walnuts, poppy seeds, jam, sugar, and cinnamon. Knedle, or dumplings, came to us from Austria-Hungary, but Serbs arguably make them better than the Czechs, especially plum knedle. From the east, Serbs got sweets soaked in sugar syrup and with a lot of nuts and dried fruits, like baklava, tulumba, urmashica, tufahje. Homemade crepes are also popular in the Serbian home, thin and made in the French way but filled in the Serbian way with walnuts and sugar, jam, and the newer trend of Nutella and plasma cookie crumbs. After all this talk about sweets, you can continue to run this program while I run off to find a pastry shop. Oh, no, you don't. We're going to finish this podcast and then we can all have cookies together. Okay, fine. Modern Serbian confectioners are gifted with a vivid imagination and very successfully satisfied the modern foodie by making excellent confections and cakes without flour, without refined sugar, without gluten, as well as no-bake cakes with raw ingredients. 
The best food in Serbia is always prepared for holidays. It is obligatory to find roast lamb or pork, sarma made with sour cabbage, pihtije or pork aspic, švarci, pork rinds, cured meats, urnebe salad, aivar. If the celebration falls on a fasting day, fish dishes are prepared, especially fish soup or paprikash, also bean and lentil dishes, savory pitas with potatoes, leeks or mushrooms. It is interesting to examine Serbian celebrations, such as weddings or 18th birthday celebrations, which replaced goodbye parties before people sent their sons off to compulsory military service, which was abolished in 2011. The custom of holding such celebrations under a tent in a rural courtyard has largely died out, although it is still practiced in some villages. Celebrations held under tents usually have a large number of guests, with mandatory live folk music and dance. They usually last more than 10 hours, sometimes for even more than a day. The menu for such celebrations usually consists of appetizers, such as cheeses, kaimak, pickled vegetables, urnebes, prosciutto, homemade cured meats, and proya. Then soup is served, usually chicken or beef. Then the main course is a roast, beef patties, chevaps, roast potatoes, vegetables, and salad. And finally come the sweets and fruit. This kind of lunch lasts for hours, and during breaks, people dance the Serbian folk dance kolo, which, by the way, was included in the UNESCO list of intangible cultural heritage in 2017. Nowadays, even in the villages, there are fewer and fewer traditional Serbian tent weddings. More often than not, restaurants are rented out, and frequently, at these types of celebrations, guests serve themselves from a buffet table. Your home sold at the price acceptable to you, guaranteed, or I pay the difference. Buyers, if you're not satisfied with your home purchase within 18 months, I'll sell it for free. No gimmicks or empty promises and with a guarantee certificate. For the exclusive seller's guarantee and buyer's protection programs, please visit www.thepopovicrealtyteam.com or simply call or text us. Call Veselko Popovic, sales representative for Century 21 Leading Edge Realty Incorporated at 416-892-4921 or send an email to veselko.popovic at bell.net. In Serbia, it's common to eat three times a day. Breakfast is the most important meal, while the main and most abundant meal is lunch, eaten in the afternoon, while dinner is light and usually not eaten after 8 o'clock in the evening. Breakfast is a mandatory meal in a Serbian household. Bread or pastries like kifle are still a popular type of Serbian breakfast, usually spread with butter and jam, kaimak or pate. It's served with a cup of milk, yogurt or kefir. Yet, more and more people, as in the whole world, eat oatmeal and muesli for breakfast. For breakfast on weekends, eggs are often prepared in all sorts of ways, often with cheese, kaimak, bacon and other meat products. French toast is also common, made similar to the French way, but served with savory sides. In modern times, especially in cities, breakfast has been reduced to buying burek or fresh pastries, savory and sweet, on the go in one of the many bakeries. The choice is very large and Serbian bakeries also offer healthier pastries made from various grains grown in Serbia such as corn, wheat, barley, oats and rye. More and more often, you can find pastries made of potatoes and combined with vegetables. An 
extremely popular Serbian breakfast or early lunch is a piece of burek with a cup of yogurt. It is also my favorite meal. More than just a meal, the significance of burek to Serbs was best described by the modern Serbian writer Momo Kapor. But burek is not just a dish, it is more than that. It is a ritual, a lifestyle, a nostalgic taste sensation that you will not find anywhere except in your city, and one that not even the best housewife will be able to bake, no matter how skilled she is. Burek is morning poetry. We ate it even when we were poorest, without getting sick of it, and we have been eating it ever since we've settled down, and the doctors forbid something so greasy. It is our dream in a faraway land, and also upon our return home, because on that first morning when we wake up in Belgrade and sit down at the old kitchen table, mom gets it from the Buddha guy around the corner, wrapped in its greasy paper, because she knows we love it. In the daily Serbian diet, if the main dish is not quote-unquote soupy, a type of thick soup called chorba is eaten before the meal, instead of appetizers and consists of vegetables, chicken or veal broth, or it can be homemade soup. Homemade soup is like burek, more than a meal, and one of the essentials of the Serbian household today. Soup is very easy to prepare, with a base of chicken, beef or duck, plus water, much like how Japanese prepare their ramen soup. Often, a few vegetables are added like carrots, parsnips and potatoes. In terms of seasoning, salt, black pepper and fresh parsley, whole pieces of onion and sometimes celery is added. The soup is served with thin noodles or semolina dumplings, with or without the meat and vegetables from which the broth was made. Every household has its own secret and specific recipe for homemade soup that's passed down from grandmother to mother and on to the next generation. But every housewife also likes to make her own soup in a unique way. Serbian moms serve soup to their children in special ways when they're babies, when they're children, and when they're teenagers with a cold. When a Serb returns to their parents' home after being away, or from their own apartment, or when visiting their homeland from abroad, what awaits them after a hug is their mother's or grandmother's homemade soup. The smell of that soup is something that magically accompanies you throughout your life and instills a feeling of well-being. The main meal, whether that's lunch or dinner, in Serbian cuisine usually consists of meat, side dishes, and salad. Serbs like meat dishes, especially roštilj, but also meat stews, such as džuvec or paprikaš, as well as potato or zucchini moussaka, and stuffed peppers or stuffed zucchini with meat and rice. Deep-fried schnitzel, fried pork chops and roast chicken are all part of the regular diet. In the winter period, sauerkraut dishes are popular, sarma and podvarak, a sauerkraut casserole. Fish is also one of the favorite meals, and people go to restaurants for the fish specialties more often than making it at home. In Serbia, the rivers are filled with fish, and fishing clubs and associations own restaurants by rivers where guests are served dishes prepared with the fresh catches. The favorite fish among Serbs are perch, sterlet, catfish, trout, carp, and pike. Fish from the Adriatic Sea are also very popular. In Serbian cuisine, a salad is served with the main meal. For Serbs, unlike other places in the world, it is not served as a standalone starter, rather it is served alongside the main dish. No lunch or dinner is complete without Serbian salad. Shopska salad, coleslaw, cucumber salad, roasted peppers with garlic, or pickled vegetables. It would seem that Serbs eat very healthily based on the old saying, breakfast like a king, lunch like a gentleman, and dinner like a pauper. 
but unfortunately, many Serbs eat too much, which is understandable given such natural and delicious food which is hard to resist. Additionally, Serbian food contains a lot of meat, dairy products, starch, and a lot of fat. So high cholesterol is not uncommon among Serbs. In Serbian households, food is still prepared mostly at home, although in larger places there is also fast food. But in Serbia, in most cases, fast food does not mean Western chains that sell fabricated and mostly unhealthy high-calorie food. Rather, it's home-style meat patties and flatbread, sausages, chevaps, and various savory pastries, the most popular of which is burek, with cheese, meat, or no filling. It is interesting to note that many rural households in Serbia have a closed ecosystem of production and consumption of mostly their own food that the household consumes during the year. For all your needs related to life and disability insurance, critical illness insurance, visitor and travel insurance, dental and medical plans, RRSP and RESP, and income tax services, call Jovan Knežević at Jovan Financial Solutions at 416-697-4723, send an email to www.icoveryou.com, or send an email to Jovan, that's J-O-V-A-N, at icoveryou.com. Plan for your future. Ethnotourism in the last few decades has contributed significantly to the global popularity of Serbian traditional values, including our traditional cuisine. 30% of the Serbian territory is under forest cover, while the remaining 70% is land suitable for cattle breeding and growing crops. That is why Serbia, regardless of its poor economic status, is a country where food and food production and quality have special importance. In the last 10 years, Serbia has also shifted focus to the production of organic food. There are countless interesting places in the mountains, foothills, forests, lakes and rivers. Practically the whole of Serbia offers ethnotourism in preserved natural environments where tourists can feel the primordial connection with nature along with the warm, homey atmosphere and activities such as walking, hiking, swimming, visits to cultural and historical sites, tours of rural households, rafting, paragliding, ziplining, and many more. Accommodation is usually in old wooden houses or log cabins that are located in the heart of beautiful, unspoiled natural settings. Such houses and cabins are decorated in an ethno-style with typical Serbian traditional rural furniture and other interior elements, such as wooden cupboards, rugs, handmade blankets, embroidered tablecloths, and tiled or iron stoves. The accommodations also include all the necessary comforts that tourists expect, such as a modern bathroom and kitchen, heating, and sometimes TV and internet. The so-called rural tourism is where tourists visit rural households and farms to experience rural life. This type of tourism also includes the participation of tourists in local activities, such as caring for domestic animals and crops, cooking, cleaning, crafts, and entertainment. Within ethnotourism, it is possible to get acquainted with traditional crafts as well as food production in the countryside. Ethnotourism provides a unique opportunity to spend time in nature and get to know the customs, including the preparation of traditional Serbian dishes. With many hosts, guests can participate in meal preparation, which is a special experience for tourists from larger cities. Thanks to the rich rural tradition, one of the biggest potentials of Serbian rural tourism is the development of ethnographic villages. The most visited ethno-villages in Serbia are Staro Selo in Sirogojno, 
Drvengrad in Mokragora and Kostunic. The packages often include swimming pools, so coming to such places allows you to really feel like you're on a vacation. Serbian ethnotourism is becoming increasingly popular among foreign tourists who remain enchanted by the vivid nature and customs of Serbia. Serbia, although located in the heart of Europe, is one of the few countries in the world that can still offer healthy, clean and tasty food, as well as exotic rural locations to appeal to tourists looking for a vacation away from civilization, urban life and technology. You were listening to the podcast of Canadian Serbian Sun magazine about Serbia, Serbs and Serbian culture around the world. Stay tuned for future episodes where Sun collaborators will continue to introduce you to the traditions and culture of the Serbian people. Until next time, thank you for listening and greetings from the editorial staff of Sun magazine. The creation of this podcast was financially supported by the Government of Canada.